This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey friends, it's Laura, and this is episode 18. You're listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm rolling solo. Zach is still on vacation, enjoying the sun, enjoying Mexico. Um, He sent me a picture of his legs. You know how like ladies will pop up their legs and take a picture of their surroundings, but you know, they're like in a swimsuit and I got a furry leg picture um, and furry toes. So I know that Zach doesn't shave his toes and now you do too. Anyway, uh, he's enjoying his time. I'm going to be sharing with you today a seven-day challenge for lovers, and I hope you like it. So this seven-day challenge for lovers, all it all came about with the beginning of the new year. And if you have listened to previous episodes, specifically the one that was right around January 1st, um, you knew that I was really excited. And I always get super excited for the new year. I love to set my intentions. And there's sort of a, I think of my life holistically. So I had some new ideas of how I wanted to run finances. I had some ideas of how I wanted to run uh, my physical health and my gut health. Um, and also how I wanted to run my love life. And that's how this challenge came about was really out of a desire for me to put some spark back into my love life. I've been married to my husband. I I don't know. Usually women know how long they've been married, right? I, I think maybe 10 years. We're coming up on 10 years. Uh, but we've been together long enough to hit a lull in our passion, long enough to get to the point where we were super comfortable going to bed, or at least I was really comfortable going to bed in my sweatpants, rolling over after reading uh, kissing him on the forehead and saying good night, honey, and um, and and you know what? It's that's to me, it's not acceptable. It's not something that I want to be doing five years from now. And I figured, why not now make a change? Because I hear this complaint from couples all the time. They say that their love life is lackluster. I think there's really three reasons why um, why love lives sort of, uh, and there's a lot of reasons, but sort of three main reasons what I was seeing in my relationship. And what I'm seeing with couples that I'm working with. So number one, it's low on the priority list. And if you have small children like I do, even if you have just children in the home, you will know that there's a lot of competing interests, a lot of competing priorities in the household. And at the end of the day, when the house is quiet, when it's free of screaming kids, um, you know, the last thing you want to do is really like snuggle up with your partner. I have this laundry list of things, literally a laundry list, because I'm thinking I, I need to gather up uh, clothes that need to go to the dry cleaner. I need to fold the clothes that are in the dryer. I need to transfer the clothes that are in the washer so that they don't get moldy and mildewy. All of these are going through my head, and I can tell you that it's not making me want to have sex with my husband because I have a lot of competing interests. And we tend to go to our own sort of corners at the end of the night. And I just worked with a couple recently and, and I had them describe to me, what is it that you're doing once the kids are in bed? And they're going to their self-soothing activities. And oftentimes this includes mindless, mind-numbing television watching. It's so interesting too, because I ask people, what are you watching? What are you really into? And this was actually part of a New Year's resolution that I had as well was cutting out television. We literally called our cable provider and cut all television off. 
from our home um, because I was going to the mindless, mind-numbing watching of television at the end of the day. And I didn't even have an episode or a program that I was really interested in watching. I've, I've lost interest in TV, but it didn't stop me from watching it. Um, but what it did stop me from doing was snuggling with my husband and, and getting a little sexy time in when our kid was in bed. So that was one. It was really low on the priority list. Number two, I found that there's just a lack of creativity. With couples that have been together for a long time, um, I, I think that you settle into patterns. You know what works for you. You know what feels good. You know what's going to get you off. You know how you're going to reach orgasm. And oftentimes, you're just seeking to do that rather than trying to understand what might make you feel good, what might feel different, what might be something that you find yourself thinking about the next day and getting goosebumps all over your body. And it's interesting because I read this statistic where we, we really are creatures of habit. Um, and in fact, did you know that 60% of people eat the same seven meals every week? Same seven meals. They just sort of have it on repeat. And um, that's similar to a statistic that I heard that basically says we have 10 meals in our in rotation and we just go through them on a regular basis. Um, and if you've heard me talk about my love of Blue Apron, which is one of those programs where they deliver ingredients to your door and then you prepare whatever is in the box, that's one of the reasons because we are creatures of habit. There's a lack of creativity in the kitchen and there's a lack of creativity in the bedroom. And I, I'm really seeking ways to bring the creativity back. I remember, and maybe you remember this too, uh, back in the day when I was just starting to become sexually active and it was really this self-exploratory, trying to find ways where I could make myself feel pleasure. I could have, I could find ways to make my partner feel pleasure. It's kind of the fun of um, being in a relationship is exploring each other's bodies. And we just don't do that anymore because we kind of know old faithful what works. All right. So the third reason why I think there's lackluster uh, in my love life and in the couples that I'm working with uh, is that sex really isn't enjoyable. Um, sometimes we will cater to our partner. I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but it's like there's the long game and there's the short game. And you're thinking, gosh, we haven't had sex for a week. Let's just have the short game. Let's have a quickie, um, a quickie. I don't know about you, but sometimes it just uh, results in one person meeting their needs and the other person is catering. And uh, it just isn't that enjoyable. If you're going to, if you're going to engage in a quickie, why not you too? Why not you enjoy yourself? So um, part of this challenge is exploring meeting both of your needs. And that might mean exploring each of your fantasies and taking turns or merging your fantasies, whatever it might be. So here's three stumbling blocks, but I have a challenge for you. And I tested this out and I will tell you that results were quite favorable. So here's the challenge. I would like for you and your partner to sit down together in a quiet space. So you want to make sure that the kids aren't running around. You're not in the middle of a, don't have this conversation like in an elevator. Although I would love to be a fly on the wall to see this conversation happen in an elevator. Um, but each of you grab a pen and paper. And I'd like for you to take some time and make as long of a list. And this is a true brainstorming brain dump. I want you to write down ways in which you can be intimate, be romantic, turn towards your partner 
instead of maybe doing the dishes or or playing with the dog. So this could range from mild to super spicy. And what I mean is that how is your partner going to feel loved? How are they going to feel like you're romancing them? How will they feel intimate? How will they feel sexually turned on by you? And it might mean that you are going to give them a massage. It might mean that you're going to take a bubble bath together. And I know that some of some people just don't fit in bubble baths together. Um, and that's fine. It might mean that you're taking your partner out on a date, but instead of wearing your normal street clothes that you normally would, you are dressing up to the nines. You are putting on cologne, you're slicking your hair back, um, and you're just trying to dress and, and look attractive for your partner. So do a brain dump. And each of you do that separately. And when you're done, I want for you to share your ideas with your partner. And that sharing of ideas might remind you of other things that maybe you've done in the past that your partner has felt really, really attracted to you or incredibly turned on. And sometimes it's taking a walk down memory lane and just reminding yourself of things that you used to do that have just kind of you know sunken low on the priority list. So once you have your individual list, both of you have your list. You're going to merge that list. It's going to become your grand master list. Got it? The second part of this is that you're going to go through and you're going to rate each of these items on a scale of one to five. One being very mild. It's something that you could do maybe in public. It's something that you could do tonight. It's something that wouldn't take a whole lot of planning and it's a smaller gesture. Five might be um, you know, whisking your partner away on a mystery date uh, where you're taking them to the Oregon coast and you're spending a weekend away and you've already um, planned to have babysitters for the kids. It's going to be a grand gesture. A five might be something also super spicy. It might be trying something sexually that neither of you have ever tried before, or you've tried once, but you kind of poo-pooed it and said, oh, this isn't for me, but you're willing to try it again. Um, but I want for you to be as creative as possible and I also want you to feel uncomfortable writing these things down. There might be things that you have never tried, being tied up. You maybe have never tried having sex uh, in your car, in a more public space. I don't know. Is that illegal? It's probably illegal. You, you know what? Do it your own risk. But I want you to be risque. Get it? Okay. So you're ranking these on a scale of one to five. Now, here is the challenge. This is the part where you get to play. For the next seven days, you and your partner need to total 15 points by the end of the week. Get it? So you're not working against each other. You are simply working against the point system. So you have your master list. Each item is ranked on a scale of one to five, and you need to get 15 points by the end of the week. So you could get this by uh, doing a couple of really high-end items, five items or five pieces. But the sticking point here is that you cannot go a single day without scoring a minimum of one point. So you do want to make sure that your list has some variety. You want to have several items on there that are one point, several that are two points, three points, four points, five points. Get it? So you are going to tally 15 points by the end of the week. Every day, you need to accomplish at least one point. You're not working against each other. You are simply working with the other person. But the ultimate goal is that you are going to be making your love life a priority. You're going to be creative, adventurous. You're going to stretch your comfort zone. And, um, you know, it's funny. I have, I, I go to the gym every day and I have these personal trainers and when they yell at me and they tell me when I'm running on the treadmill that if I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not really growing. 
And I, I really feel that way about your love life and a lot of other areas in your life that if you are just simply humming along in your comfort zone, you're probably not growing. And I want for you to get a little uncomfortable. I want for you to have to put things down, say that the dog can get walked later, put the, let the, let the dishes be in, in the sink and dirty until morning so that you can get a little nookie tonight. So I would love for you to let me know how this goes. This is the seven-day challenge for lovers. This is also Marriage Therapy Radio brought to you solely by Laura Heck today. And I want you to email me and let me know how it goes because I just, I think that accountability is great. I also really want to hear how this works for you and what you have found as the results. Info at fourbetter.us is where you can reach me. Um, And I'm going to send, I hope Zach loves this episode while he's in Mexico. I really do. I also hope that he and Rebecca are having a wonderful time. Um, If you have any questions, email me. And also, um, as always, we would love if you could send us a review. You have to go to iTunes. Um, Let your family know that if you're listening to this on iTunes, it's available on Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. So it doesn't matter how you come across this podcast. We would love for you to forward it on to your friends. And um, as always, thank you so much for the attention that you are putting into your relationship for better. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.